0: Welcome back to Apricot Bakes some More, the podcast. I am my host, April, and today we are talking about stress. Let's talk about stress, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that can be. Let's talk about stress. Yes, that was me being a complete dork. But if I'm not having fun, what's the point, right? Let's party on. I don't know where that just came on. Hello, Wayne Garth. Anyways. All right, so. <laughs> okay, so according to the Mayo Clinic, stress can be affecting your health even if you don't know it. Your nagging headache, your frequent insomnia, even your decreased productivity at work all have the same culprit strict. stress. Apparently, so does not being able to speak correctly today. Uh, stress can affect your body your thoughts, your feelings, even your behavior. And being able to recognize the common stress symptoms can really help you get a jump stop on managing those symptoms and managing your stress. Um, However, stress that is left unchecked may lead to other health issues like high blood pressure, heart disease, obesity, diabetes. Women, okay, so when it comes to heart disease, men are more affected at a younger age but have better, how we should say, recovery rates. Women are affected later in life and actually have a lower recovery rate. So getting your stress managed and taken care of early on will help everyone across the board. It's extremely important. I definitely, definitely suggest you go talk to your doctor about stress. Um, Some common effects on the body that you may not know that's stress-related are headaches, muscle tension, or pain. I get a lot of mine in my neck and my shoulders. Oh, sometimes it feels like there's a brick. I could probably use them to bang in the nails. (laughs) Um, Chest pain. Any type of chest pain, please go get it checked ASAP. You don't want to mess around with it. You don't want it to be a heart attack. Go get that checked fatigue, uh, change in your sex drive, but that also comes with age too. So again, that's something you should get it checked. Um, Upset stomachs, sleep problems. Um, Like I said before, it also affects your moods like anxiety, restlessness, lack of motivation or focus, feeling overwhelmed, irritability or anger, sadness or depression, I mean, the ones on your mood to me really strike a core because personally, there are days when I'm just back and forth, back and forth. And my anxiety level driving around the city is like crazy high. Um, However, the sadness and the depression is not just a, oh, I feel sad today. It's long lasting. It's something that you need to get checked out. It's something you need to talk to a doctor about. Um, it, it really does play an effect on your mood. Um, things that affect your behavior now, overeating or not eating enough, uh, anger outbursts, drug and alcohol abuse, tobacco use, but I'm also going to add vaping use into that as well just because vaping is a new thing. Um, and it, a lot of people using it in place of traditional cigarettes, but still getting the nicotine from it. So I'm going to add vaping to that. Um, so social withdrawal, if you're a very outgoing person and then you start, you know, calling back and staying inside more and isolating yourself, that's something you should get looked into and exercising less. Okay. Let's face it. That last one we all struggle with, our days are just so busy and maybe that's because we are so busy we get overstressed and don't exercise because the days are so busy. So it's an endless, tireless, annoying loop. Yes. Um, And unfortunately this is going to affect kids too. So you have to pay attention to what your kids are doing um their moves and their behaviors don't just chalk it up to oh well they're kids it's not it couldn't it might not just be kids um i think as an adult we sometimes forget that kids today are 10 times more stressed than we ever were we were able not like they can't but they don't to go outside and play and you know burn off that stress that they may not even know they were having at the time, but. You know, <clears throat> now they're taking more tests. I don't know about anywhere else, but I know here, this year alone, um, it's just now the beginning of April, and all three of my kids have already starting taking their end-of-the-year tests. Think about that. They said. <clears throat> excuse me, they still have another month and a half left and they're already taking the end of the year tests. Why? Because they have a star test, they have EQTs, they have their final exams, they have their weekly tests. I mean, that's a lot of testing. That's a lot of stress to put on kids. And this goes all the way down to kids as young as like second grade. Think about that second grade and we're already putting that much testing stress and anxiety on these poor kids. Um, my senior this year actually had to take a a citizen test to graduate. Yes, a citizen's test. I kid you not. Not only was I born here, her father born here, her grandparents born here, we're born here. She was born here and still had to prove that she was smart enough to pass the citizen test in order to graduate. Insane, right? So pay attention to your kids and ask them how their days are and find out, you know, look for these little symptoms. Maybe help them cope through their stress and if they won't talk to you, see if they'll confine to someone else. Let's face it, when we were kids, we didn't want to talk to our parents either, but, you know, talking to someone is better than talking to nobody, right? Um, inactive ways you may use to manage your stress, such as watching TV, goofing off, the internet, playing video games, may seem relaxing, but they may actually increase your stress in overall long terms. Crazy thought, right? Another reason to uh, limit the boob tube, as my father would call it. Uh, Be sure to get plenty of sleep and eat a healthy, balanced diet. You see how that keeps popping back up? Um, avoid tobacco and vaping use, excess caffeine and alcohol intake, and any use of illegal drugs. I'm going to say illegal because some people who will be like, "Well, I take this prescription." Well, that's not kind of drugs I'm talking about. I am talking about the no-no drugs. But just remember, even with all this bad stuff. Not all stress is bad. Um, sometimes, when stress is used, i guess I guess used correctly, it can actually help you study harder. It can help you prepare for that big presentation at work. It gets us through stressful situations. It's think of stress as a big wave. So you had the low peaks where you're just like, La da da, everything's fine and roses and flowers and then it gets up and your body's like alright we gotta get it through we gotta get it done come on let's go and then you cross over that hurdle it's like oh my god I got so much to do it's that peak at the top of that wave that we're like alright let's go you know when stress is actually a good motivation it's when you're too far to one side of that peak and too far to the other side where it is no good absolutely no good to be stressed Something I remember from my class. Um, and let's not forget social media. Social media can play a huge, huge impact on the way we view life and stress. Think about it. You get all these beautiful pictures and everyone's life seems so fantastic. And you're just like, newsflash, their lives are not that fantastic. Your life is going just fine. Let's repeat that their life is not that fantastic your life is just fine because they post what they want people to see and we have this interface 24 7 so yeah and after a while it will get a little stressful to look at and be comparing yourself to it but stop do not compare yourself to the women in the magazines to the people you know that you see on Instagram or Facebook or any other social media just stop Do not add that stress to your already stressful life. And you may sit there and say, well, I don't do that. Well, I'm going to tell you that you may not think that you're doing it, but chances are at some point, at some time, you're saying, well, you know, I saw such and such do this and I really want to do this. Or such and such seems to have such a great life right now. They are only posting what they want you to see, okay? Okay. It is not that fabulous. Okay, so now that (laughs) we are done talking about it, let me uh, go grab a glass of water again. And when we come back, we'll talk about some helpful hints that I have for you to get managing this stress level just a little bit better. All right, so I have some stress-releasing helpful hints Um, Some of them you can do in just a few minutes. Some of them, you know, might take a little bit longer. But they're all designed to help you release that stress. One of them is probably one of my favorites is meditating. It just takes a few minutes a day. It helps release your anxiety. Um, It actually has been known to help reset the neural pathways in your head to help you um, deal with stress better the more you do it. Um, It's real easy. You're just going to sit up straight. You're going to put your feet on the floor. You're going to close your eyes. And you're just going to focus all your attention on a positive mantra. Um, Whether it's, you know, today is going to be a good day or be positive. Anything that's going to help you. Um, And then the hardest part, even for me, is you're gonna let all your distracting thoughts and your feelings just float by. Don't think about them. Just shut them off. They start creeping in. Say no, not time, ta- not now, not this time. And you take those, you know, two, three, even five minutes and just block it out. Oh, it sounds so nice and relaxing, doesn't it? Um, now for any of you who have a iWatch or a smartwatch. Mine is fabulous, mine will actually yell at me, not really yell at me, but you know, ding ding, you know, those annoying beeps, and say, time to breathe deeply, which brings me to my second one, breathing deeply. Uh, Take five minutes a day, and you're gonna focus just on your breathing, nothing else. Again, you're gonna sit up straight, you're gonna close your eyes with your hand on your belly, and you're gonna slowly inhale through your nose, and then you're going to slowly exhale through the mouth. And I really want you to focus on the feeling of the breath starting in your abdomen and working its way up, and then when you're letting, exhaling, following it, you know, reversing the process. We're actually going to practice this for one minute, just so you get the idea. I'm going to set my watch. Literally, I have my watch on me, and we're going to set it for one minute, so here we go. Okay, so ready? Inhale through the nose, focus on the abdomen, and exhale through the mouth, inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth. Inhale through your nose, exhale through the mouth. One more time, inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth great job I don't know about you but that really helps me just to, uh catch my breath literally um, the way people drive down here it is a great thing to do at red lights cuz let's face it they all drive a little crazy no matter where you live um, I find driving I used to find driving very relaxing now it's Very anxiety driven for me down here. They go from zero to 60 in like a second, and you don't ever know if they're going to stop. All right. So, the next thing I want you to try to do is be present. I want you to spend time in that moment and really focus your sentences, senses, senses. There we go. Like savoring every bite of that rich dark chocolate square, don't just shove it in your mouth. I mean, we want to, but don't. You know, just take a bite and really enjoy that bite, or go outside and just, you know, feel the wind, and it sounds a little hippy-dippy, I know, but doing this is really going to help you just relax a little bit more. Heck, me just thinking about going outside is making me feel relaxed. Um, Reach out, go talk to someone. Face-to-face is always better, and I know in the world of digital land it is hard, <clears throat> but at least, you know, get that phone out and talk to them on the phone, not just, you know, dee, de- de little texting. And definitely go ahead and talk to your doctor about your stress and your anxiety and your depression. That's what they're there for. Go get them. Um, laughing. Uh, And I'm not just talking a little hee hee hee, you know, a little chuckle here and there. I'm talking about those big, deep, in-your-belly laugh that makes you laugh so hard you're crying kind of laugh. My kids and my husband are fantabulous (laughs) when making me do this, especially when I'm overtired. But a good belly laugh like that doesn't just lighten up your mental load, but it also lowers your cortisol. It helps boost your endorphins, which helps improve your mood. I mean, that one—the five minutes of you just cracking up is so worth it in the long run. It really is. I love laughing with my kids. They are some of the funniest people when they don't even mean to be. I don't know, my kids are just whack. Anyways, (laughs) music. So research has shown that listening to soothing music can help lower your blood pressure, lower your heart rate, and your anxiety level. Um, I personally like listening to a piano music in that night when I'm trying to like, you know, chill and relax. I cannot pronounce his name. It is in Japanese. I'm not going to try to butcher it um but set up your Pandora station your Spotify whatever you use and pick up music that's soothing and relaxing you know like nature or um, classical music just to help you <sighs> however if you don't want to do this at night and you wanna you know get your jam on blast your music to upbeat music not depressing music we can go on that round blast it to some, you know, whatever music that jumps your mood a little bit and sing it out loud, dance around. And I bet you at the end of the time, you're going to feel so much better. Um, and doing that is a great way to get exercise. You see how exercise keeps getting put back into these, you know, conversations. So any form of exercise from aerobics to yoga it doesn't matter it all can be stress relieving getting regular exercise however can increase self-confidence can relax you it can lower the symptoms um, associated with mild depression and anxiety exercise can also help you get better night's sleep which is also, <clears throat> which is often, I'm sorry, disrupted by stress, depression, and anxiety. So, the more exercise you do, the better your body feels. The more you're fighting off the stress, the depression, and the anxiety. It's, you know, we don't really think about it how easy it is to control these things. Uh, so, definitely exercise. Um, And come on now, if you do enough exercise, you're gonna start looking real good on those jeans. And hello, who doesn't want to look good? Anyways, uh, get a hobby. I mean, it's that simple. Find something you love to do that's going to be relaxing to you and do it. Whether it's building a puzzle, crafting. For me, it's crafting like, I'm a crafting junkie. (laughs) But I find it relaxing. Um, Just like I find baking relaxing. It's probably why I do it so much um but find something that's going to help you relax that's not digital um coloring books come on now we all did it when we were kids we'd sit there with the coloring books and we'd color with the pretty crayons and who doesn't like the smell of crayons maybe that's just me but come on now <clears throat> excuse me you know go out get yourself a coloring book And get that big old, what is it, 64-pack of crayons. And go at it. Have fun. Relax. They actually have coloring books for adults. So if there wasn't something to the stress-relieving... Ah! Sorry. (laughs) If there wasn't anything to the stress-relieving with coloring, coloring books for adults would not be such a popular thing right now. They have animals, they have medallions, they have so not safe for work colouring books, believe it or not. Heck, you can go on the internet and print off a coloring page if you need to and color it at work and just slide it in the folder. You know, the boss is coming. You know, do what you have to do to de-stress. Um, if you notice that your stress is being, you know, because you're over, you know, being overworked, take a day off. Mind-boggling, I know. We live in such a culture that we don't think we can have days off and workplace such stress on it. And it's okay to take a mental health day. Like seriously, take a mental health day. Don't do stuff around the house either when you do this. Go outside, go for a walk, read a book, you know, even catch up on a movie you've been dying to watch. Just take that time to... Ignore everybody else in the world, honestly. I am very bad at that, I'm not going to lie. I can't do it. My brain just does not shut off. Maybe if I relaxed, it would be a little bit better, right? Um, but there are so many things you can do to help, you know, release your stress. Just don't do the things you think will help, like, you know, the drugs, the alcohol, the cigarettes, the vaping. You'll hear a lot of people say, oh, I just need this one last puff to, you know, de-stress. That right there should be a clue that's not helping you de-stress. That's all brain games. I hope that you learned a little bit something about stress today. I hope everything... I just had a brain fart. (laughs) <laughs> I'm hoping that you gained something out of this. Um, how are your sugar cravings going from last week's conversation or maybe the week before? How are you kicking those habits? Are we doing good? Do we need a little you know, extra um, oomph, a little boost to help? Um, how are you with the money marketing, marketing, wrong words, uh, the money saving for the groceries? Does that have been helping you? Does anybody you know? Have you tried it yet? Let me know. You can reach me at apricotbakes at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, you know, Twitter. I'm all over the place. Um, All at apricot bakes. You'll notice it does a little apricot in my little icon. (laughs) So we will be back next week, and I hope you enjoy your week. Until then, remember, de-stress.